Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Center. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of his love and grace to the people around you. Now let's listen to the word of God. So so we we've been doing this series uh, for around 2 months. We started in the month of February. Uh we had different topics to actually uh learn. We before that let's 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 take the root word that we every, every we say this every sunday right let's read this together matthew 16:18 now i say to you that you are peter which means rock not dwayne johnson <laughs> which means rock and upon this rock i will build my church and the powers of hell will not conquer it it's it's important that we we build our foundation on rock but not on anything else you know and the rock is our god and the rock is our savior if our foundations are strong in our god nothing is going to shake us nothing is going to put us down all right amen let's re let's do a recap what all we did so far uh let's go to the next slide we started with church god's own possession the culture of victory the culture of freedom the culture of friendship the culture of greatness then the next month we did body of jesus we started with the culture of restoration the culture of unity the culture of growth the culture of love and pre- after that we did family of god the culture of adoption the culture of community the culture of generosity and the culture of obedience and last month that is in the month of may we did church is a bride of jesus amen the culture of purity the culture of prayer the culture of adoration and the culture of preparation you know last month was very close to my heart you know why all right okay i'm getting married so this is this is something which i'm actually going through so i got to learn a lot of things out of this okay so you can relate to your situation and you know there are there's lot in store for you what are we doing this month we are going to learn the church is the temple of holy spirit amen amen now we have learned there was a whole series about the holy spirit uh, a year back and uh, we know how holy spirit work and i believe our church is a holy spirit driven church amen. amen amen it is not a pastor driven it is not a worship team driven but it's a holy spirit driven church amen let's let's understand even before we go to verses what is what is what is this concept of temple you know what is this whole idea of temple that has been associated with holy spirit come on let's let's talk okay i, I like when we interact okay i like when you when you talk back to me what what is the idea or what is the whole concept of temple what do you mean by temple come on talk to me talk to me it's a place where god's presence is there perfect yep it's a place of worship very good that's where you come and worship god what else we are the temple of god amen so 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 it the the root itself says that you know it's a place is a very holy place that's the place where you host god that's the place where you host 
the the highest and highest of uh, uh, you know god in that in that in that area or in that zone so it's a very holy place to be in now it's associated with holy spirit who is holy spirit come on who is holy spirit is god do you agree to that is a, is a, is a living god yes right he's a god holy spirit is a god and he is the most amazing person that you would ever meet Amen. you might have met many celebrities you might have taken big big celebrities autograph but let me tell you there is no one as amazing as holy spirit you know the capacity that he carries nobody in this world would have it no one let me tell you that he is he is the bestest and bestest friend that you will find he is the bestest and bestest of lover that you find he is the bestest and bestest of companion that you will find in your life now if if he is someone that great we kind of we kind of if you look back we always neglect him you know holy spirit is like uh, is like uh, that that sweatshirt which is there in your closet which you don't often wear do you guys have a sweatshirt we all have a sweatshirt right like which comes only during winters or if you, if you feel like going to gym you know which doesn't really happen quite often at least with me so so it 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 generally comes out when you need it you know i have this specific uh, uh, pro line sweatshirt which i bought it like 7 8 years back i still have it and and the quality is still very good it's still like a very brand new the reason because i don't quite often use it i would only use it when i want to uh, probably go down somewhere when i want to re look really cool you know what you know and when i want to really look nice i would pull that pull that sweatshirt and wear so so holy spirit is quite often neglected we always reach out to to god the father the jesus we call out them every time but holy spirit is like a third person which we always neglect you know as i was uh, in my early days when i was coming more and more close to god i never understood who this person holy spirit is because traditionally in, in in house or in churches it's always being taught you know they always say father son and the holy spirit but we always hear is about the son that is jesus and the father who is the creator of heaven and earth holy spirit is always given that degraded uh, position but later on i understood it, it, it's 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 equal you know there is no comparison when i say the father the son and the holy spirit everybody has different personality that's there but everyone is equal in them everybody is a god everyone every three people in that in that trinity is god and they carry a similar sense of authority with them right so when when jesus departed from earth you know what did he you know what he gave us he gave us a spirit who's that spirit it's the holy spirit right so 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 it's it's quite evident that we have this best friend with us which came from god it's not a third person who joined the trinity like after applying for a job or something he was already there he was already there from the beginning amen so today we're going to understand the aspect 
of how is this church called as the temple of Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19. Can we read this together? Yep. Let's do this. Do you know that your bodies are temple of Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Amen. Can I tell you that you are not your own? Can I tell you this? You guys are rented out. Everyone here are rented out. What do you mean by rented out? We have this place which we, which we have taken it for rent. You know, which means there is an owner you know, who, who has given it to us. And we pay a certain specific rent on a periodic basis. But with that with that rental agreement or lease agreement comes certain ownership with us. Which means I have to take care of this facility. I cannot really break down any wall one fine day when I feel like doing it. No. Which means I have to do a proper maintenance of cleaning and washing this facility. In a similar way, the bodies that we are in is not our own. It's rented out by God. And this rented out is not for eternity, by the way. It's, it's only for a specific period of time wherein we are going to be in this world. And it becomes our responsibility that we take care of our bodies, which is, which is given out for rent in a good way. We should not abuse ourselves. We should not do wrong things because we are answerable to someone else. You know, is it okay if I feel like breaking this wall today? Can I do that? Can I just go and do that? I feel like doing that. I feel like breaking the glass there. Can I do that? No. Why? Because this is not my own. Okay? Even if it's your own, please don't do it. That's a bad thing to do it. So this is not my own. This is someone else. Right? And there is a question coming in. Why do you do this? Why you have to do this? It clearly says that your bodies are temple of Holy Spirit. God didn't say it is the house of Holy Spirit, the home of Holy Spirit, the room of Holy Spirit. It has said it's temple of Holy Spirit. Now temple is a very holy place. It's a very, very, uh, you know, sacred place wherein it's all good. It cannot go wrong. It cannot go wrong. Right, so when, when God is emphasizing, this is by the way Paul talking to the church of Corinthians and he's emphasizing that your bodies are temple of Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from the God. Now if our bodies are temple of Holy Spirit, what is this church? What is the church made up of by the way, if I can ask you? What is the church made up of? Is it, is it is just a facility area? Is it just a hall? Is it just a, a, a building put together? Is, is that a church? No. When the body of Christ, which is you and me, come together, it becomes a church. Right? Now, that has to be the holiest of holiest, which has to come together. Or else, I'll tell this again, it is a Christian club. It's a Christian club. You know what's a club? Where people hang out, have fun, you know, they, they, they get, uh, uh, they have fun when uh, someone sings, someone dances. 
if it's if it's not holy if it's not sacred if it's not the body of christ coming together it's not then the temple of holy spirit it has to be holy so this place that we come and we 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 come together is the most holy place that we can ever be amen amen now in first century church they used to have this gathering every single day right times have changed you know we we have our, our own ways of doing it but so it doesn't really necessary or there's no real necessary of you coming in every single day but god has given that spirit within you and me which makes us the temple of holy spirit which makes us more and more and more precious now you might have heard this word when jesus says that when two or three gathers my presence is there let's read that word which is matthew 14 sorry 1820 can we read this together for where two or three gather in my name there i am with you can i ask you who is this i am with you who is this who is this is jesus is jesus can i say you something it's not jesus it's the spirit of the god that jesus gave us is the spirit of god that jesus gave us when he went back to heaven he ascended back to heaven he gave us a spirit so 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 it's it's quite quite natural like nobody has seen jesus yet everybody has this imaginary uh, face of jesus you know like with a big beard with the long hair and that wardrobe yeah that's that's like imaginary technically that's that's spirit driven again how do you get and get a get a way to draw something like that you have to be driven you have to be told by the spirit of the god and that's how you imagined that jesus is there that that's how jesus looks like or that's how jesus would dress like you know there is there is no data which says you know jesus had that big jaw line you know have you seen those pictures with the big jaw line not not there is no data which says jesus had that big jaw line but it's those imaginary uh, you know thing that came out but that has to be driven by holy spirit to actually put that together amen let's read romans 8 9 you however okay can we read this together please you however are not in the realm of flesh but are in the realm of spirit if indeed the spirit of god lives in you and if anyone does not have the spirit of christ they don't belong to the christ god the father created you know god the son redeemed us and god the holy spirit lives within us which means if we don't carry the spirit of god we don't belong to jesus we don't have any connection to jesus wow how strong is that now 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 we often often do this right we we say that we 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 are uh, the son of god we are the uh, daughter of god but if if that's just in words and if it doesn't really connects wherein you're not driven by spirit it's of no use it's 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 of it's of it's it's of no use in that way now it could be a church as i said it could be a christian club when people are just coming but they don't have the spirit of god can i can i ask you one more thing 
what runs the church what runs the church is it the pastor who runs the church yes no is it the worship team that runs the church is it the media team that runs the church what runs the church it's the spirit of god that runs the church it's not even money that runs the church there is a lot of misconception in today's world that if a church has to run properly it should have sufficient amount as a balance in their account you know which take cares of their operation let me tell you money doesn't really matters to church money is of no importance when it comes to church if god wants to do bigger and bigger things god will get the money amen god will provide the provision god will give the give the money directly into your account without even knowing amen. like like how uh, pastor parthu gave his testimony last week he didn't knew there was money in his pocket for 6 months amen i mean you didn't watched it for 6 months <laughs> but that's how god do it god does it in a different way god has probably the funniest and funniest ways of blessing you you know you you might you when you have the presence of god the breakthroughs comes accidentally the breakthrough comes accidentally which even you don't expect it to happen that's our god that's our god let's 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 read this the spirit of god lives in you can we can we repeat this the spirit of god live in you the spirit of god lives in me come on repeat that the spirit of god lives in me can you tell this to the other person sitting right and left the spirit of god lives in you the spirit of god lives in me amen first corinthians 12:13 some of us jews some are gentiles some are slaves some are free but we all have been baptized in one body by one spirit we all share the same spirit now for paul to put down a very politically correct example in those days he had to take out names like jews and gentiles and slaves but can can we do that today can we do that today like we all are different here we are not same we all carry different personalities we all carry different mindset we all carries different understanding but there is one thing that is common in you and me what is that we all have been baptized in one body by one spirit and we all share the same spirit although we are so different from each other we look so different from each other we come from different backgrounds but can you still see that we come from different countries by the way but we still share uh, some some bonding there is something that is common which god left when he went back to heaven and that is his spirit and that is his holy spirit which is connecting you and me amen, amen. so we so we are not different you know we are not different irrespective of different uh, uh you know area that we come in different countries that we come in uh, especially in a country like india wherein there is there is a language change which happens after every 12 kilometer we still are one we still are same because we have something common that is god's holy spirit now 
we all are born again you know we like to say like that we all are born again we found christ at some point of time and we had that uh, salvation encounter with uh, jesus you know can i tell you that that's again driven by holy spirit who drives you to jesus and to have that understanding that oh this is the god this is jesus this is what i want you get to know what is your requirement when you when you when you pass through that stage ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 and 14 can we read this and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth the gospel of your salvation when you believed you were marked in him with the seal the promised holy spirit okay hold on when you believed you know of course when do you come to that point when you say that god i surrender that's the point when you realize that this is the true god this is the only god you give your life to god you give your life to jesus you give your everything that is there with to jesus right what happens there very specific you know in that time when the salvation is happening something very big thing happens that says you were marked in him what do you mean by you were marked him in, in him with a seal can i tell you that it's 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 like you are covered in him what do you mean by cover nothing is going to happen to you it's like it's like like why do you take insurance by the way you cover something right you cover your vehicle you cover your property you cover your life it's like you're covering the risk so any risk any problems any situation that is going to come in your life it's no longer your problem it's now the god's problem it's now would be taken care by this guy called as holy spirit and he is going to get you out of that undoubtedly you know why who is deposit guaranteeing on our inheritance until the redemption of those who are god's possession it's like sealed it's like guaranteed it's like it's like definitely going to happen you know he's not someone who would leave you in a stage wherein he would back out no holy spirit is there to drive you and take care of you he is someone who would make sure that anything that is wrong which is coming towards you he would alert you he would make you understand that don't go that way take this way because this is right this is good amen, amen. now this is my personal experience with holy spirit like there are times when he would drive me saying that go pray for someone there in the cafeteria me being a very shy i cannot do that you know there are times when i said do you really want me to do this do you really want me to talk to this person and the answer would be strong saying that yes yes you better go or else you know like you have to go you know that so i have i have come across a situation where i have just gone and spoken to someone and got to know that he or she was dealing with something and just because i could spend some time with that person that made a little change in their life it might not be a big uh, uh, you know life changing but then that point holy spirit is guiding you is is telling you to do this better do that right because he is taking care of rest of the consequences he, you don't have to worry about consequences when it's driven by holy spirit 
You know, when, when you are driving by your own, when I say driving, it's not the car, but then the situation or the life, it's pretty uncertain, let me tell you that. It's pretty uncertain. You don't know what is there like. You don't know really what is going to happen. Can I, can I say this? Because I'm talking about driving, Holy Spirit is that like focus light which is there in front of your car. What does a focus light does on your car? Or on your bike? It shows the path very clear. You're, you're very sure that there is no potholes. Even if there are potholes, you can take a left or you can take a right because you already are aware of it. You know, Holy Spirit is that spotlight. Holy Spirit is that uh, the upper and dipper in your car and your bike because He is the one guiding you what is good, what is bad for you. Amen? Now, when Jesus departed, He said that you're going to... I'm going to give you this advocate. I'm going to give you this person who is there with you, who is your friend, and he is going to plead for you. What do you mean by pleading? Sorry? Request. Okay, he's someone who would request for you. You know, he's someone who would intercede for you. You know, for we, we, are, all, we are always sinners, by the way. The element of sin is always in us, like as we, as we have spoken this earlier as well. The moment we are born in this world, we are coming with a sin. And this is not going to leave us till the time we go to heaven. There is an element of sin which always comes out of us. But who intercedes for us, who, who pleads for us, is the Holy Spirit. John 14, 16 says, And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Who is an advocate? Who is an advocate? What, what does an advocate do? Who speaks for you? Who fights for you? You know, I'm very good with ad the term advocate because I'm going to get married to an advocate very soon. So, I know it, how it works, you know, she quite often tells me, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that and there's tons of things that you have to study about the case and everything and, and it's again a paid service, you got to pay for doing that service, you know, advocate charges hefty fees and still it's not sure whether they're going to win. But this advocate is not someone who's going to charge you any fees. This advocate is not someone who's just you know, trying to win the case for you. No. He's definitely there in for you and to save you out of that situation. Amen. He's definitely there to be with you forever and ever and ever. He's not someone who's, who's going to do a paid service. He's not going to give you any, any option saying that if you do this, you got to pay me. No. He's always at there your back. You know, I kind, I kind of imagine myself when, when, when I walk or when I actually uh, ride to my work. You know, I always have this shield over me. You know, do you know a shield? Like, it's like, have you seen um, any, any war tank? War tank, the big, the big machine. And where does the driver sit in that? Inside the tank, right? That's like a pretty cool place. Right? That's like a very safe place, although it's not very safe from missiles, but then you feel secured inside that tank compared to someone who's running on the field. Yes, no? So, so I kind of imagine this kind of a shield over me when I go to my work and I come back to my work. Who is that shield? That's the Holy Spirit. 
He's there to guide me. He's there to protect me. He's there to alert me what you got to do and what you shouldn't do. Amen. Are we learning something? Do we need this Holy Spirit very badly? How badly do we need this Holy Spirit? Very badly, yes, no. Can we shout a yes? Yes. Amen. I like that. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 and 22. Now it is God who makes both of us stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. See, God has pledged us, in fact. That we should not even worry about the things that's going to happen. If, 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 if there is a point of worry that's coming in, I would say that's an opportunity. Let's, let's go back to him. Let's, let's, let's hold him tight and say, Holy Spirit, I cannot do this. You better help me out. You better drive me out of this because I, I, I cannot withhold or I cannot stand in this situation because this is not my capacity or, uh, you know, like time up for me. I cannot do this in my capacity. I cannot do this in my strength. You have to. And he has set the seal of ownership on us. You know, it's like we already have, a, we already have someone who is protecting us, but we still try to do it our way. You know, that's, that's, that's something which is wrong. That's something I would say is foolish. Because when there is, uh, there is someone who is more expert and more understanding when it comes to such situation, why do we have to even think there? You know, we just have to rely on him. We just have to lean back on him and tell him, guide us through this. Amen? First Peter 1, 18 and 19 says, come on, read this together with me. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestor, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Wow. A lamb without blemish or defect. Now in Old Testament, we had this tabernacle, right, wherein it's, it's called as a temple, wherein you have the most holy place in the earth. And it had different chambers. It, it was just not like any other church. You know, nobody was allowed inside, the, inside that holy place. It was only the high priest, you know, who is like, like the senior and senior and senior most uh, pastor. He is the only one who was allowed to go inside. And that to like once in a year and, and he had to do a lot of uh, uh, you know, dress up to actually go in and talk to God. Yes, that's true, it's there in the Bible. He had to wear a gold plate on his head. He had to wear a, a chain which had like nine or twelve, if I'm not wrong, stones. And, and it's a pretty science fiction kind of a thing. The moment he walks in, God will start speaking to him through those stones. The stones will lit up. The stone would lit up and that's how the conversation were made. Now outside the courtroom, outside the temple, there was this courtroom where they had slaughter tables. Wherein what they do is they get the animal and they kill the animal or they sacrifice the animal and they spread the blood of that animal across saying that God, this is for you. We sacrifice 
in your name. But, but, but let me tell you, that is Old Testament. Do we need to do that this, in this age, in this, in this New Testament time? No, because someone known as Jesus, you know, he's a lamb without blemish or defect. Now, during those days, when they bring the animal to slaughter, they would check whether the, the animal is without any blemish, which means the hands are not broken, there is no scar on his body, there is no cut on his body. If that's there, they are rejected. It was only an animal without blemish was getting sacrificed or was slaughtered. Now, come on, if there was anyone in this whole world without a single blemish in human form, who was that? It was Jesus. It was Jesus who was without any fault, without any, any, anything that was wrong, nothing, nothing. He was the purest, purest form of flesh which was there on the earth. And that's going to be there forever. Nobody is even close to him. Can you imagine he had to be sacrificed? He had to sacrifice himself so that you and me can see this day today. You and me can come here on 3rd of June and come and sit here and, and, and worship God together. You know, such is, our, such is our God and such is the gift that God gave us when he went up to heaven, the Holy Spirit. But, but Holy Spirit is a person, by the way. He also carries certain emotion. Do we all have emotions? We have, uh, we have uh, emotions goes ups and down when, you know, when, when RCB doesn't wins. You know, you know, when nothing works with us, when nothing was uh, in favor of us. We, we, we get into that. Uh, and there are times when we feel so happy. And there are times when we feel so satisfied. And there are times when we feel so depressed. You know, it's, it's, it's emotion. Now, Holy Spirit carries a similar kind of emotion. So, it's very easy to actually, you know, make Holy Spirit sad. And the, who is responsible for that? Us. Ephesians 4.30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. How do we grieve Holy Spirit? How do we make him sad? Come on, talk to me. By doing wrong? Yeah. What else? Doing against the will of God? Yes, perfect. Anything else? Disobedience? Yes. Anger? Bitterness? Everything which is not in the will of God would definitely grieve the Holy Spirit. See, although in the previous verse we read that he is an advocate with us, you know, he's that shield with us forever, but it's very easy to actually make him angry. You know, it's, it's very easy to make him grieve because of our behavior, because of our uh, attitude towards the world, attitude towards someone. The best that we can do is to not to do any of those and follow what God has told us to do and follow what Jesus has told us to do. So the best thing that we can do is get rid of everything. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32 says, come on, read this together. 
get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Malice. All right. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Come on. If God can do that to you, God can do that to us. Why can't we do that to someone else? If God can forgive our sins when, when, when we didn't even deserve, when we didn't even had that option, he still came down in, in a form of flesh and he forgave us by the sacrifice that he had done. So, so, so the greatest way that we can glorify God is by not doing any of this. You know, by the way, this is for not doing. You know, it says get rid of. If we carry that attitude, let's get rid of that. We should not have anything which is written there. And the objective would be here to just walk with Holy Spirit every given point of time. Galatians 5.16 So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not be gratified the desire of flesh. See, desires of the flesh is crazy. You know, there are, there are tons and tons and tons of temptation which hits us on a daily basis. You know, the best way, the key is here. How can we go away from that? Walk by the Spirit. Walk by your friend who is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If, if, we, if we follow his instruction, it might be a little crazy. Let me give you that disclaimer. You might feel different from crowd. You might feel that people would laugh at you. You might feel insecure in yourself. But let me tell you, that is good. That's good for you. You know, he might, he might tell you to, to, to pray when you actually have meal with your friends. Have you been there? And the, and the friend stares at you like, dude, what are you doing? But that's what, God, that's what Holy Spirit is doing. That's what Holy Spirit is telling you to do. So if Holy Spirit tells you, go and talk to that person right now, just do it. Just do it. Because I got to walk with Spirit. I got to be with Him. That's my only, only possible way that I can, I can know God more. That I can, I can, I can, I can surrender more, more to God. Amen. Amen. See, one of the greatest privilege in our life is to, is, to, is to say or is to see that God is resting upon us. You know, God is on me. God is on you. Which means you carry the presence of God wherever you go. You carry that power of God wherever you go. You know, it, it, so it doesn't really have to be in live scenario. It could be on a television also. If that person carried that presence of the God, you could feel it on the screen. You can actually feel that, feel that presence oozing out of that screen and touching you. You know, that's how, that's, how, that's how the Spirit of God would actually drive you. So it becomes very important for us to host Holy Spirit in a right way. Which means we got to treat Him properly. Which means we got to listen to him properly. 
which means not just listening but doing things what he has said properly do you get that how can we host the holy spirit in the best way we got to listen to him properly we got to be with him properly and we got to do things which he has instructed properly which means that we are hosting him in the right manner and and that means that we are carrying his presence wherever we go that means we are carrying his his authority wherever we go which means i actually share this when when i actually interact with someone else this presence is not just for me do you know that this presence is not just for me but to pass it on to someone else to pass it on to someone else who is in need of it who is who is in requirement of it i i was i was uh, just just browsing through and i came across this video of one man of god and he said something which was really really amazing and and i i had a different way of looking at that story of a woman who was bleeding do you know that story you know he, the woman had this issue of bleeding for 12 years right and the only thing that she could do is is go and touch the hem of jesus's uh, you know jesus's what do you call robe she just had to touch it and in a lot of people say that it was the robe or it was the hem that that cleansed or rather that that healed that lady but that's actually wrong the hem was touching whom jesus and what was jesus on the earth filled in spirit so it was that spirit that went through jesus via that hem which touched that lady and that lady got healed it's it's like that transferable so imagine if we carry we carry that spirit in us we host that spirit in us and and i'm walking down the road and let's say i have an opportunity to touch someone like this what is flowing through me my spirit the spirit of god that was in me is there in me is passing through me to this person by the way this is the only thing which will never decrease in you the more that you give it increases in you so i have an opportunity to pass it on here 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 it just increases in me imagine the 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 the, the lady who got that spirit from god she would have went and touched someone else can you see the magic happening it passed from jesus through that hem to that lady now the lady has gone and touched someone it is passed through that lady to that person we can be the carrier of the spirit we can be this we can we can be that person who can change things in the city because we carry the spirit of god we carry the same spirit by the way as as we read earlier we all have different mentalities and personalities but there's one thing that is common that is the spirit of god and the spirit of god is 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 something very precious for everyone are we can we can we host holy spirit in the right way can we can we all commit to it that 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 saying that i'm going to walk by spirit i'm going to i'm going to listen whatever you are guiding me and there are many examples in bible by the way the people who were driven by holy spirit their fortunes changed their personalities changed 
Some of them become a nation. Some of them change the whole perspective of living in this earth. You know, one such person is in Genesis 28, 22. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Who is this person? Who is this person? Jacob. Now, we all know what was the story of Jacob, right? He, he was like a very rebellious person who ran away from his home for no reason. And like there were a lot of things that happened. And there he had an encounter with God and spirit. Now, at this point of time, this is where he formed the stone of Bethel. He is actually putting the stone of Bethel and saying that, God, this is the place that I'll remember you because where I encountered you. Now, here at this point of time, he probably doesn't have anything. He, is, he, he doesn't have anything of his own. He was alone. He was empty. But look, what is he saying? I have set up a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Which means he's saying that I'm poor. But God, if you give me anything, I'm going to give you a tenth of it. Do you know what happened after that? Genesis 30. In this way, the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and donkey and money and anything that you can think he was having. Why? Because he was led by spirit. Now, I'm not telling you to, 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 to earn more money. No, 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 no. That is, that is wrong. I'm not telling you to earn more money via spirit. No. I'm telling you to surrender to Holy Spirit and He would give you whatever you needed. Because He already knows what is your requirement. He already knows what is your capacity for it. And He would give according to that. Now with that comes a little stubbornness. You know, We have to be stubborn saying that I would do this only after a confirmation from Holy Spirit. You know what, today when I was coming, I had a, I had a confusion of wearing two shirts. No, I'm, I'm not making this up. I had a confusion of wearing two shirts, either this or the other one. You know, best thing what I could do is ask Holy Spirit. You know, I didn't do that inky pinky ponky by the way. I had to ask the Holy Spirit, tell me which shirt should I wear? And I wore this. And I'm happy that God or Holy Spirit told me to wear this shirt. I'm not saying because I'm looking good or something. Because it was driven by Holy Spirit, by the way. Okay, it is not my decision. It was driven by Holy Spirit telling me wear this shirt only. Amen. So, we got to be stubborn, you know, wherein we got to make sure that we listen to Holy Spirit very carefully. Because we got to be that sensitive. We got to be that sensitive in listening to Him. There was one such man in Exodus chapter 33 verse 15. Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up there. Now this is where God was telling him, you know, you go ahead. I'll send my angels along with you. What did, what did Moses say? He was a very stubborn guy. God, I don't want your angels. 
I want your presence to come along with me or else I'm done. He's putting at the stake of that, that 2.1 million people who was walking along with you. Can you, can you. can you imagine? He has that audacity to say that if your presence is not there, I'm not going to do this. If your presence does not come with me, I am done. I, I, I cannot do this without you. I cannot, cannot take a decision without you. Can we be that sensitive? The whole point is, can we be that sensitive? Can we host the, host the Spirit of God in our bodies, in our decision, in our mind, in whatever we do? Can we be that perfect host who takes care of the Holy Spirit? You know, we all like good host, right? You know, whenever we go, go to someone else's house, we, we assume that that person would be good to me. Not like, oh, why are you here? Do you like that? No. Now, if we start treating Holy Spirit like that, of course, he is not going to ha be happy. Then you're trying to grieve him. Then you're trying to make him hangry. We got to be the perfect host of Holy Spirit because that's a perfect gift that God gave us when he ascended back to heaven. Amen. Amen. Last words. Let's read this together. Come on, let's do this. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you as Father has sent me. I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sin, the sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven forgiven what, what is what is Jesus trying to do here he is trying to give the spirit into each one of us just like breath you know he's breathing on us and we are receiving that Holy Spirit can we replicate this in our life can we breathe can we breathe Holy Spirit into others life if that has changed your life it can definitely change that person's life as well if that has made some impact in your life, it's definitely going to make impact in someone else's life. Can we, can we, can we, can we be sensitive to Holy Spirit? You know, as we, as we learn uh, throughout this month, the concept of the temple of Holy Spirit, let's, let's get more and more sensitive. Let's get more and more closer to Holy Spirit, saying that you drive me Holy Spirit. I don't want to take this call. I don't want to take this decision. You tell me what is good for me. You become my shield as I walk through. You become my shield to help me out of any situation which is of not my capacity. Can we, can we do that today? We hope you are refreshed and strengthened by the word of God. If you want to know more about God or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share, do connect with us at dreamingrevival.com. Be our guest for one of our services here at Bangalore Revival Center on Saturdays at 7 p.m. or Sundays at 11 a.m.